Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Sisters, it's another Friday, and guess what? We're coming at your ears yet again. Oh my gosh. Now, I honestly am really excited for today and next week, maybe because they're my ideas. You know, I feel like I've been oh throwing my. out some good ideas. I think, like, the scandal episode a few weeks ago was that was like, my bomb. idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you forget I'm the one who sent you that article in the first place? Yeah. There was one, though, that, like, recent, like, another one that I thought of that we did, though. What was it? Was it the the are we going to read these books thing? I think so. Yeah, that was last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that one. I got this one and next week. So I feel confident. Feel you're excited. Just, you're throwing those uh, those ideas out left and right. I know. Well, you know, like what we've talked about before, I always get these emails either from Goodreads or uh, BookBub or Thrift Books or like all these different emails. And some of the articles on there, I'm like, meh, but some of them have been really standing out. And so I think that's kind of where my ideas are coming from. Ooh. Uh, and I think the time of year as well for especially next week's episode, it definitely fits. But um, I'm really excited today to dive into this article. It actually just came out um, last week, or no, earlier this week. No, no, no. What's today? Last week. Last week. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to d- dig in. So do you want to uh, tell us what we're uh, talking about, Matt? Oh, yeah, I would love to. I'm glad to see that I'm here. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to do this. Whole, you know, I don't, do I even need a lit sis? helper do you even need it do you even need a sister in lit sis that's the question (laughs) a lit Um, i don't know what would the name be if it was just one person well for you it could be lit son ah because you have you're you always have that little guy attached to you so that's true no i don't know um you would feel like that's not as catchy um it'd be a lit miss oh that's cute man that's super cute Whatever. Okay, you gonna leave me now? No. Okay. Okay. Let sisters well, be on the lookout for a side episode. Oh my a side gosh. podcast. Just kidding. A litmus. Okay. <laughs> All right. Lit- litmus test. That's a thing. <laughs> gosh. Okay. Okay. Moving on. So we're talking about um, a list. So we have a list of books here that are um, up and coming. They're about to come out. And they are already oh. signed on to become movies. I know. So we're going to, so that means basically that they have a lot of potential. So we're going to um, talk about them and uh, kind of like last week decide, like, are we wanting to read these books? Mm-hmm. I'm really excited. Some of these I've heard of before and some of them have really famous authors or like we recognize other books that they've done. Um, but Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm excited. Okay, I, let's dive in. All right. Shall we? Yes. So the very first one is called The Secrets We Kept. All um, right. So this is by Laura Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it is a Reese Witherspoon book club pick. 
Oh yeah, she's got some good ones. She's got a good surprise, eye. surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just gonna pull it up on Goodreads. Um, or do you have it pulled up on Goodreads? I do. Uh, would you like to tell us about it? I do. It, so it's it's um it spans the globe during world, cold the Cold War, and it's essentially about um these. Like it, it's a, inspired by the true story of the CIA plot to infiltrate the hearts and minds of Soviet Russia, not with propaganda, but with the greatest love story of the 20th century, Doctor Zhivago. Zhivago. Dun dun dun. Na, 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 na. So, CIA, Cold War, love. I Dr. mean, Zhivago. secretaries. A thrilling tale of secretaries turned spies. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And this book came out already September 17th of this year. And it already, again, all of these books already have movie deals. So if you're not like, oh, that doesn't sound like an interesting read, the movie's going to be coming out. Heck yeah, you could go see the um, movie. Yeah. So the duo that um, brought you, it says, oh, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk and Hotel Artemis. Artemis, I'm not sure either of those movies. Um, but uh, Mark Platt, I believe, is directing. If that is a director, I'm looking at this article, and it says apparently he was a part of La La Land and Legally Blonde. Oh, so my faves. So we're hoping that some major Hollywood stars will be in this movie. So that's pretty exciting. Oh my gosh. My child is making cute noises. He is Hi. the cutest. You're looking at me. He oh looking. He says we should be reading the secrets we kept. And okay. I I feel like Mad, this would be something you would want to read before the movie comes out because oh, 100%. it's war. It is war. War and is And as my we've babe. said, <laughs> I feel like the past like few episodes we've really reiterated the maddie's in love with anything war related now it's not world war ii it's cold war do you have is that okay with you you know i've not really read a book about the cold war and i'd be willing to do it i would too i think it sounds really interesting um i would and i do trust reese witherspoon there's a book that she has recommended for like months and i still haven't read it which it's one where the crawdads sing oh yes i, I see that, that everywhere and i just again it's one of those books i've seen it i've heard it's good i just haven't actually committed to it and i think lit sisters i don't know if you guys do enneagram stuff but a part of me i think the part that makes me think i'm a potential wing four is that when things are super popular I'm like, I'm not like I got to jump on the bandwagon and like be in the know, kind of mm-hmm. like what a three would naturally want to do. A lot of my, I think my four tendency comes out of like, no, I want to be an individual. I'm going to read books that no one's heard of before. I'm going to read something before it comes out or before it was popular. You want to be fancy. I want to be fancy and be my, be my own person. So definitely the fun thing that we've done and we've talked about this before is making sure we're reading books before the movies come out Mm -hmm. and i definitely would want to read this before the movie comes out and then you see the trailer and you're like 
oh, I already know what this is. Exactly. And you feel so, you feel you so are like fans steps ahead, everybody. Yes, definitely. So again, I trust her opinion. I trust, um, like, I mean, the, the movies that they listed, Legally Blonde and uh, uh, La La Land, those are, mm-hmm. those are pretty good. So it could be awesome. I don't know if they'll change the title, though. They tend to do that with movies. They change the titles from what the books are for something else. But I don't know why. Yeah. All right. Moving on. I have an amazing... This next book just sounds so good that I want to read it right now. Okay. Um, Tell me. And let's see. It it got published this summer, so I could read it right now. And I don't know why we haven't read it yet. It's called The Chain by Adrian McKinty. Ooh, yeah. So I'm going to read the Goodreads description. Um, it says, you just dropped off your child at the bus stop. A panicked stranger calls your phone. Your child has been kidnapped. And the stranger <gasps> explains that their child has also been kidnapped <gasps> by a completely different stranger. The only way to get your child back is to kidnap another child within 24 <gasps> hours. What? Your, yeah. Your child will be released only when the next victim's parents kidnap yet another child. And most importantly, the stranger explains, if you don't kidnap a child or if the next parents don't kidnap a child, your child will be murdered. What? You are You are now part of the chain. Oh, my gosh. This sounds amazing. I know. What is the rating on Goodreads? I think it's pretty high. It is rated at a 3.86. Average. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. <gasps> okay. Doesn't that sound amazing? This might be something I'm going to contact my library about. Um, I'm about to go look on thrift, but. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know why I've not heard of it. I, I Wow. Especially because there's been a ton of thrillers coming out. I think maybe it's just kind of been pushed to the side. But Yeah, I agree. I want to see. I, wanna, I can't find it so far on. Um, it's already out, you said? Yeah, I can't find it on thrift books. Oh, wait, there it is. Oh, but for like 24 bucks. Like, oh. it's not at thrift book prices. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I feel like that would have been a good book of the month book. Yeah. Well, okay. Also, too, like, book of the month has had a ton of thrillers recently to the point where, like, there was that add-on. The Imaginary Friend book we talked uh-huh. about was, like, an add-on. So I think they are trying to, like – have some good thriller options, but not let it consume the, like, like they want to offer it, but they don't want it to consume the options. You know what I mean? So maybe mm-hmm. they, maybe they just thought, oh, let's wait for something else. Yeah, whatever. Let's just wait. But I mean, mm-hmm. that one sounds absolutely amazing. And it would be such a creepy movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. I, I'm for real going to call my library because gosh dang, like two books. Well, at least for sure one. I feel like I call my library about two books recently. Yes, I have two books. That one that we talked about, um, Ninth, Out- Ninth House. Yes, Ninth House. And the Winter in Paradise book. Both oh, of those yeah. that I have called about in the library, still I've not heard. I check my email every day to see if they're like, hey, your book's ready to pick up. And I'm like, dang it. So maybe I will have luck with this one. Oh, I hope so. How dare they not call you back? I know. Well, the next book that we're going to talk about we've given quite a lot of attention recently we did a full episode on it and i'm not surprised that this is actually happening the giver of stars by jojo Moyes. wow this is the third episode in a row that we've mentioned this book. 
Does that mean we have to read it? No. <laughs> I agree. If you guys have not listened to the previous two episodes that talk about The Giver of Stars, yes, please just, go, check just go back and look at it. Yep. Go check it out because we're not really going to talk about it. Heck really, no. It's just essentially about these horseback librarians. And that's Kentucky, all you need to know. But the directors of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, and Exotic Marigold Hotel are going <gasps> to direct and adapt the novel. Um, what a good, what a what good yep. movie! And Moyes is gonna produce alongside this other girl who helped produce Me Before You. So, Ooh. yeah, I think it's gonna be really interesting to see like a historical fiction like this come to life mm-hmm. and see how accurately they display, especially because Jojo Moyes is British. Not that British people can't do good American stuff, but British, like, but British people can't do good American stuff. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Um, but I mean, but that's I mean, exactly what I'm saying. No, because like her other movie obviously was British people, and she I don't think I've read anything of hers that wasn't based in Europe. So I'm interested to see you know how it goes. It'll be that's fun. Fair. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so we'll move on from that, and the next one we're going to talk about is called The Gracier by Kim Liggett. Ooh, Liggett, that's a fun last name. Liggett. So <laughs> it says. No one speaks of the grace here. Uh, oh, baby. He speaks of it. He says, <laughs> I know of the grace here. I know. <laughs> so no one speaks of the grace here. It's forbidden. Um, so this is about this, like it says in this county, girls have the power to lure grown men from their beds, drive women mad with jealousy, and they believe their very skin emits a powerful aphrodisiac, the potent essence of youth of a girl on the edge of womanhood. So when they're 16, they're banished from their county um, because their magic is so wild. So they can like kind of like get rid of all of it and then return purified and ready for marriage. So like literally every woman, like every everyone, woman, every like girl a- who turns 16 in this county. So Only it's kind of like county. It's not yes. like every girl in the world has this like magic. I know, like it just says in Garner, it says in Garner County. Ah, okay. Okay. It's kind of you. it kind of reminds me of like the Amish that who go they go and do their like oh yeah where they go wild and they come well, back yeah well in this article it says it's reminiscent of Handmaid's Tale ah so so yeah. it says sixteen year old Tierney James dreams of a better life a society that doesn't pit friend against friend or woman against woman but as her own grace year draws near she quickly realizes that it's not just the brutal elements they must fear. It's not even the poachers in the woods, men who are waiting for a chance to grab one of the girls in order to make a fortune on the black market. Hi. I know. Their greatest threat may very well be each other. With sharp pose, prose and gritty realism, the Gracier examines the complex and sometimes twisted relationships between girls, the women they eventually come, and the difficult decisions they make in between. Oh, my. I can, I can understand the comparison because this feels like this story is not just a story, but it's meant to have a deeper... Yeah. Cultural meaning. Also kind of sounds like uh, Hunger Games. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. It's like survival of the fittest. Like you go out into the woods and if you come back, it's like you're a real woman now. Like, mm-hmm. good job. You've survived. Good work. Good work. But anyway, it says it's um, the movie screens are. Oh, no. Hold on. It's with Universal Pictures, and Elizabeth Banks is directing it. Ooh, yeah, she's in like really, everything. Yeah, it's really interesting, and also very ironic because I was listening to a podcast with her this morning. So. Oh no way! Yeah, 
And also, dang, Elizabeth Banks, if you're listening, you still, I really hope you're still working on the Red Queen because you're supposed to be involved with that, but we'll see. Bring it on. (laughs) Bring it on. Yeah, it says the news of the movie adaptation are supposed to hit the screen. Wait. Wait, first hit. First hits the screen in January of this year. Oh, no. It says news of the adaptation first hit the streets in January streets. of this year. Oh, my gosh. Can I read? So what it's basically says <laughs> is that <laughs> 10 months before the novel was even released, they were talking about making it a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's intense. It is very intense. <sighs> the next book we're going to talk about, I feel like is obvious that this is gonna going to be a movie. Yes, it is a Stephen newest one the institute it came out september 10th of this year 2019 mm-hmm. and um they are calling it one his scariest one of his scariest novels yet Ooh. um and it says the institute begins when well hold on a second these past few we haven't said if we would want to read them oh or my not. gosh okay fine um okay the chain we for said sure, for sure, sure you would want. To. Um, I don't really want to read the Give Giver of stars. stars. Not really. The Gracie. Mm, I'm gonna wait. I okay, agree. Moving on. The Institute. Now. Okay, so this is harkening back to a really old Liz's episode, but we have not ever read that. A is an accurate King. statement. And we talked about it in an episode about like off like famous authors that we've never read. Or you'd be surprised that we've not mm-hmm. read. And he is one of them. And oh, let's see if this one sounds good enough for us to we'll dive have to into. See. So it, it says the Institute begins when Luke Ellis's parents are murdered in the middle of the night. And Luke is taken to a building with no windows. Yes. Inside, children with supernatural powers are put to the test. Disobedience is punished with a trip to the back half. A place from which no one ever returns. As Luke's new friends begin to disappear, he becomes desperate to escape, but everyone knows that nobody leaves the Institute. And it says, within a day of hitting bookstores, Spyglass Media Group announced that his latest offering will be developed into a short television series. Oh. Oh. Uh, Yeah, so David E. Kelly, who is behind the Big Little Lies franchise, um, and Jack Bender from Lost are going to be helping get it on its feet. Wow. So, Interesting. That is very interesting. I could, I could see that as a as a I TV could too. Show. It sounds very interesting. It kind of gives me Maze Runner vibes. I was gonna say uh, Ender's Game. Oh, I hate Ender's Game. <laughs> but Ender's Game. Well, it's like a special place yeah. where they like Maze Runner know, has things. Ender's Game vibes. So I get I, it. Yeah. I get it. Yep. Freaking Ender's Game. Well, honestly, and I've seen this cover. I've heard about this book. It has quite a good goodreads rating 4.28 out of five mm-hmm. um but i don't know i i that doesn't sound it scary. doesn't i was gonna say it sounds it, more thrillery than horror-y no 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 you no, no. Think i think it just sounds like science oh like, like sci-fi like a sci-fi yeah, i can see that yeah I don't understand the where it comes the from thrillery scariness unless it's through the punishments or like I don't know that the the threat of being banished kind of things or like where his friends are going. I it don't could know, be that. I don't think this is my first Stephen King read. I don't think this is going to be I, it. Yeah, Sorry. that's fair. I think we just got to find an even better one, um, and then maybe go back to that one. Maybe. Yeah. But, well, 
Does that sound um, good to you? I mean, it sounds interesting, but I think I'd probably wait. Now that you've compared it to Ender's Game, I gotta <laughs> wait. Well, but you know, that's just me going off of what it says. Like, I like the actual book could have like nothing to that's do true. with that. You know, like there's a book, for example, that's um, out and been getting some attention called The Lovely Wife. And it's about this couple that like murders Oof. people and like to try to like spice up. Oh my god! Like let's go kill people. But it sounds like I oh, I've been comparing it to a book that I read oh. earlier this year called For Better uh-huh. and Worse, where this couple commits a murder and they're lawyers, and so they're like trying to cheat the system or they know how to like try to not get away with it, kind of thing. And it's just like. I haven't been interested in reading The Lovely Wife because in my head I keep comparing for two, it for better to, or worse. Uh, yeah. And so, but I, again, I haven't actually read The Lovely Wife and I know people who really mm-hmm. like it. So don't take my assumptions as truth because if I end up reading The Lovely Wife, I could say it is not like, you know, they're totally different. There's different vibes, you know. So maybe it doesn't actually have Ender's Game vibes, but that's just what I'm picking mm-hmm. up on. I, I understand that. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to give the next four books on our wonderful list of books already with a movie, uh, whatever, adaptation in start. Hey, Haley, why is your book blog called Brook and Binding? Well, Maddie, if you'd like to point out that you named it, then that's why you want to talk. No, I'll say, I'll say. Maddie did help name my book blog. When I was looking for something to, I was looking for a title for my book blog, Maddie suggested this awesome alliteration. And it's because my middle name is Brooke and binding as in the binding of books. So I think it's pretty clever. And obviously you can take all the credit for it. Why, thank you. But if you want any credit for your awesome book blogs, it all goes to Haley because she's the one who writes them. I do not. I have a book Instagram at Maddie Reads a lot. I write like one sentence. So if you really want to hear, read, see, whatever the word is, read about some interesting book reviews, head on over to brookandbinding.wordpress.com or go to at brookandbinding on Instagram. All right. So now that we're back from the break, um, we're going to talk about the next four books in our list of books that already have a movie adaptation. Or some form of, like, film. Or, because yeah. that last one was... That was TV. TV. That's yeah. true. Um, so, the next book is, is... Honestly, it's got a title that is, like, kind of my jam. And the book cover <laughs> kind of looks like... It kind of looks like the Ask Again Yes book cover in my I mind. I see that. I see yeah. that. Uh-huh. So, I'm already, like, kind of... I'm kind of jiving with it. If you just has... want, if you just go off of book covers, I wonder what books you would read, like that are different than, like I don't know, like if you just pick a book because of a cover versus finding information about it. That would I be definitely, I do that a lot though. Actually, you do, yeah. Oh, and sometimes they're I not don't. the best books. I don't. I'm always like, let's see what it's about. I mean, I want to find out. I never, like, start reading a book without knowing what it's about. But definitely I'll, like, pick up books based on the cover. I'll be like, this looks interesting because of the cover. Well, yeah. But, I mean, like, if you solely, like, what if a reader, if you do this, a lit sister, let us know. But, like, if you solely pick books without doing research about them, but you see the cover and you're like, oh, I want to read that. 
Like, I wonder what different books you would read. That would be very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so dive in. So Such a Fun Age is about Alex Chamberlain, who is a woman who gets what she wants and is making a living showing other women how to do the same. She has two small girls and she's a blogger, but has she, she has driven herself into a confidence-driven brand. So she is shocked when her babysitter, Amir Tucker, is confronted while watching the Chamberlain's toddler one night. Seeing a young black woman out late with a white child, a security guard at their local high-end supermarket accused Amir of kidnapping two-year-old Briar. A small crowd gathers, a bystander films everything, and Amira is furious and humiliated. Alex resolves to make it right. But Amira herself is aimless, broke, and wary of Alex's desire to help. At 25, she's about to lose her health insurance and has no idea what to do with her life. When the video of Amira unearths someone from Alex's past, both women find themselves on a crash course um, that will upend everything they will know about themselves and each other. So it explores the stickiness of transactional relationships, what it means to make someone family, and the complicated reality of being a grown-up and the consequences of doing the right thing for the wrong reason. Wow, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Little Fires Everywhere a little bit. And I still have not read that. Yeah, you need to. So yeah, I will. It says film and television rights for such a fun age have already been secured by Grad Productions and Sight Unseen Pictures, which um, brought you Dear White People, like on Netflix, mm-hmm. The Dinner, and The Tale. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds actually really good. Mm-hmm. I what I like about it is it's it's tackling something that's super real. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's such a real thing. I mean, uh, not to this type of extreme at all. But we have a friend who uh, who is her son is uh, well, her husband's Asian. And so her son is half Asian and they're Pacific Islander. So they're like darker skinned. Mm-hmm. And like she had posted one time that like someone thought that she was her son's nanny. Yeah. Because his skin was so much darker than hers. Even though like his face looks just like her. Like mm-hmm. they look identical, but he's just darker skinned. He's just darker skinned. And like it reminds me of that of like it's not super uncommon for like people to be holding children or to be around people that are different races but like Mm -hmm. for her she's the person who's white and in this like amira is black and she's Mm -hmm. the adult so it's it is this very real reality situation of racial profiling um and making assumptions about people when you know nothing about the story yeah and i think it's really interesting because in the world of like everyone's films everything nowadays Mm -hmm. like things can be taken out of proportion like crazy and you know it, it's it's tackling quite a few different things and then when she's mm-hmm. when you were saying that she's like 25 about to lose her insurance I was like I feel you <laughs> yeah because it's like some of those I started giggling so I was like some of this stuff is really real Super and real. uh it sounds very intriguing but mm-hmm. so when okay is this already out? Because this might be on my library list. Um, so this was this is going to be published in January 7th of 2020. Hey, it could be a, a book of the month choice. If it, it is, it we could. should pick it. Definitely. Oh was my that gosh. your child in the background? Yep. Oh, goodness. I know. He, the other day, it sounded like he said, Mama. No, no way. Joke. Max and I, my husband, you guys know him if you've heard uh-huh. him in other episodes, was like, what he just said like we both look at each other like it sounds like he just said mama but it was more of just him making sounds it wasn't actually like him trying to say that but yeah we were like what anyway (laughs) Uh, 
Yes, that actually sounds amazing. And if it's mm-hmm. not a book of the month choice, we should definitely keep our eyes peeled because definitely. I would really want to read this before it ever became anything else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Little Fires Everywhere is supposed to be a TV show, which we've talked about before as well. So you got these two coming of age kind of like racial interesting, like, a, I don't know, interesting books that you should read before they come to the screen. I agree. Okay, so this next book we're going to talk about is Kingdom of Souls by Rena Barron or Rena Barron. Okay. Um, it is the first book in a series called The Kingdom of Souls. Oh, And uh, it came out September 19th of this year, 2019. Ooh. And it is considered young adult fantasy. So it stars... Ara, a descendant of a powerful family of witch doctors who is incapable of magic, even the simplest curse. When children you Wait, does her- that mean she's a squib? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Harry Potter for the win! She a squib! She is a squib. Oh my gosh. Really okay. quick side note. I watched a YouTube video about um, uh, what's his name? Filch. Filch. That he is a poltergeist, not a squib. Like, he's a ghost? He's, like, they say in the theory, he's, like, opposite of Peeves. Like, he's, like, the, like, what is that word? Peeves is the, the poltergeist, though. Yeah, he is. Oh, so they're both poltergeists. Yes. And he's, like, the antagonist uh-huh. to Peeves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, so he definitely... they were, like, what's the point of Filch's job if he's, like, trying to clean up all the time and then he stays up all night? To, like, make sure students are out of their room. And what's that weird connection with him and Mrs. Norris? Like, how does he just randomly show up? And, like, I don't know. It was it was a really interesting theory. I don't that think it's true. But <laughs> anyway, he's a squib in Harry Potter. Moving on. Okay. So this girl, Ara, can't perform any magic. So when children from her kingdom begin to disappear, Ara is determined to find out who is taking them. Desperate to shed the shame of powerlessness and to rescue the missing children, she does the unthinkable. She gives up years of her life in exchange for tiny bits of magic and uncovers a horrifying truth. So she's like essentially, that kind of sounds like um, Faust. <laughs> if what? I'm going real classic. Like, oh, gosh. Of like trading, like doing like a deal with the devil in a way. Yes. You know Faust? You do. No. What? What are you talking about? The, oh my gosh. Okay, hold on. I can't believe it. this is so interesting. You do not know this. Okay, explain. Okay, so Faust. It's a legend. Okay, so Faust sells his soul to the devil in exchange for knowledge, and so that's what there's thing called a Faustian bargain, which is willing to sacrifice anything to satisfy a limitless desire for knowledge or power. So you're essentially dealing, doing a deal with the devil. I can't believe you've never heard of Faust. You didn't read I, it in AP Lit? You didn't read anything about no. it? No, Haley, this honestly feels like the day that I came home from school and found out that you were obsessed with mermaids, and I felt like I've never known you in my entire life. Like, this is one of those moments where I'm like, you're so serious about this, and you're very, you have so much knowledge about this, and I've literally never heard of it in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. Dr. Faust. Okay, so there's books about it. There's a play. What? There's yeah, I can't believe you don't know this. This is crazy. It's <laughs> okay, so it's a German legend based on the um this uh based on the historical oh. Johann George Faust. 
Um, and it is by um, Goethe. And there's been movies about it. I can't believe you don't know this. Sorry? (laughs) Anyway, it kind of sounds like Faust because she's trading. Exactly. See, he knows (laughs) what I'm talking about. He, he, so this girl is trading like years of her life for magic. So in Faust, he trades his soul for knowledge. Like Davy Jones's locker. He says no. (laughs) No, that's not, that's not it. (laughs) But anyway, so it says fans of Black Panther will be excited to learn that Michael B. Jordan, who was Killamonger, is set to produce the adaptation and it's through Warner Brothers and it's going to be, it's the first installment of a trilogy. So I think it sounds pretty interesting. I would would read it probably. I was going to say, do I want to read it? I don't know. It's got, um, it's got a buddy. Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's got a pretty good rating on Goodreads. 3.88 out of five. So close to the four star range, but I don't know. I don't know. It sounds interesting. People seem pretty impressed by it. I think the concept is interesting. I like the plot, but we shall see. We shall see. I don't know when it's going to come out, probably within like a year or two. So I have plenty of time to decide. Yeah. Anyway, well, I am still so mindful that you don't know Faust, Dr. Faust. Okay, well, you know what? Calm yourself. (laughs) Okay, I know about him now. You know what you do know about? Wonder. And this is the next book, the same author. I do. I do know a lot about Wonder. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Okay, so um, if you haven't seen Wonder or read the book before, it's by R.J. Palacio. Literally Um, made me cry. It's. Did you watch the movie or read the book? I uh, watched the movie. You haven't read the book then? No. That's disappointing. I read the book my junior year of high school. So this was about um, five years ago that I read it. It's super mm-hmm. good. Um, but basically it's about this little boy named Augie. One of my yeah. favorite names. And he um, has like facial deformations um, obviously on his face. Um, and he, so he, it's about his first year at public school. Yeah, um, so sweet. Super sweet. And he, like, gets bullied, but he, like, learns to have, like, friends and be yeah. accepted for who he is. And it's so good. Yeah, it totally made me cry. It's so good. <sighs> um, Jennifer Garner plays his mother in the movies. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have, Julia like, Roberts. Julia Roberts. I knew it was one of the two. Yeah. She's amazing. I, I love have her. not seen the movie yet it's good i really liked it i probably I, like see it. whipped it out one night i think i watched it by myself and i no just started way. crying yeah it was so sweet it's a really good one so anyway so we where know that Matt? this author did he not watch it with you no i don't think so i don't know where he was uh, oh well. anyway so did we Flacio, know this author like is yeah. good so she is good we know it's good and she's written a book called augie and me which expands on characters and wonder as well and so this book also expands on characters in Augie and Me. So White Bird is about um, a, a character named Julian's grandmother, Grandmare, um, and it's like the French grandmother. Um, and so it talks about um, Grandmare's life uh, in a Nazi-occupied France during World War II. Crazy <laughs> how we always <laughs> seem to find books about Nazi-occupied France. Yeah. Um, 
And you know, she, Nazis occupied other parts of Europe than just. I know. Do we know that? Or no? <laughs> I don't think any authors know this. Oh um, and gosh. so she was a young Jewish girl hidden away by a family um, in France. Um, so it talks about her. It says her experience demonstrates the power of kindness to change hearts, build bridges, and even save lives. And the fun, exciting thing about this is it's a graphic novel. I have not ever read a graphic novel. They're very fun to read. Are they? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll give this one a chance. Yeah. So uh, Lionsgate, which already made Wonder into mm-hmm. a blockbuster, hopes to do the same for White Bird. So they mm-hmm. have already um, – the film adaptation ha- for Wonder grossed over $305 million. Wow. Um, and it's the same production team in place. So you can bet that they're wow. probably going to do something similar. Especially yeah. when you consider, like, it's its own story. It's not, like, a sequel to Wonder. Mm-hmm. So it'll have an interesting story. Plus, you know it's just going to be good. Yeah, and the author does a really good job of just, like, bringing hopeful and inspiring messages. Oh, yeah. And I think that would be really interesting to see in such, like, a hard, like, kind of dark time period. Like, how I wonder how the author, like, brings that light and inspiration mm-hmm. to a situation like that. I, I would really be interested. Is it out yet? It came out September 3rd. Wow, a lot of these books came out in September. Crazy. Well, I would definitely 100% read it. Yes. Um, it's going to go on my to-read list. Um, at just like any other book by R.J. Palacio, I know it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can't believe we're already at the last book. I know. This is called Dear Sweet Pea by Julie Murphy. And it says, in Dear Sweet Pea. Oh, my. In Dear Sweet Pea, Sweet Pea's parents are getting divorced and have decided to get identical houses on the same street. That is very strange. Nestled in between the two is the home of advice columnist Miss Flora May. When Miss Flora announces that she is leaving for vacation and asks Sweet Pea to forward her mail, she comes across a letter that is filled with very familiar writing, leading to a choice that will impact everyone involved. Disney Channel is developing the heartwarming story into an original movie. And Murphy can't wait for the upcoming production. This is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Disney Channel going for the win. I've, I've never known Disney Channel to adapt a book into a movie. Yeah, I don't know. This is, this is going to be very interesting. I, I feel like, let me pull up Goodreads really quick and see if yeah. I can get a better idea. I'll give you a little more information. Yeah, I feel like it's a little confusing. Um, it's, uh, a children's middle, middle school novel. Okay. So it's not children's novel. Yeah. Best-selling author of Dumplin', which came the, gotcha. um, that movie on Netflix. Hence the title. That's very, uh, mm-hmm. adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Cause it, he has another one called Puddin'. Oh yeah. So it says, Dividing her time between the two homes isn't easy, and it doesn't help that at school she's now sitting right next to her ex-best friend. Oof. Um, and, uh, yeah, she decides, so says she decides to do with that letter, what she decides to do with it sets off a chain of events that will forever change the lives of Sweet Pea, her family, and many of the readers of Miss Flora May I. Oh, 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 oh. She's a local advice columnist. Yes. The lady that she's house-sitting for. That was already established, yes. I said that? Yes, you did. With your Gosh. words. I don't even remember saying that. That little, that little piece of information changes everything. 
Wow, it has a really high rating, 4.26. Whoa. And it just came out in October, October 1st. So, well, then I guess it's interesting. Probably good question mark. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to read this one. I didn't read Dumplin'. I ended up just watching the movie, which I know we've no, talked about. I did that with you, so I can't yeah. ask. Well, we've talked about how, like, there are sometimes we want to watch the movies without reading the book first we kind of just like whatever mm-hmm. um but sometimes we're really like we have to read the book i think so, when we know it's kind of gonna be like a movie kind of like this where it's like it's feel good but it's like it's feel good kind of in a cringy way yeah where we don't really want to spend the time reading it definitely unless it's like 150 pages or something and you're like oh, i just yeah, out. might as well just just get mm-hmm. through it in a day you know kind of feeling yep. So I feel like majority of these, though, were, were kind of like this. They could be really good. I think so, too. And we're pretty much on the same page with all of them. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think the only one that we were kind of like not sure about, well, the Institute, we were kind of like, oh, we'll see. And the Grace Year. I oh, yeah. Like. Those were kind of an iffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. There's some good movies coming out. I'm excited to see how – Exactly. I'm excited to see how they are taken to the screen because we know we've already done a podcast about it, but it's like, it could be a really good book, but gosh, I hope you translate it well on the TV, like on the I screen. I agree. Because we have seen many a times book adaptations uh, fail on the screen because they didn't do a good job. So I really hope these books have a good chance and it seems like they're in some pretty good hands though. Whoever, like all the people who say they're like, producing these things like I, I feel like I could trust them you know I agree I think it'll be okay I think it'll work out is there one that's standing out to you the most out of all of them that you really are wanting to read the most mm, I don't know they all sound so interesting um I I think the, the chain the chain yeah, yeah. That one that'll be good so good I think for me the chain sounds awesome and I'm interested, I'm intrigued by the secrets we kept, but I'm not like, I have to read it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but also such a fun age. Those two yeah. are probably the ones that are standing out to be the most. I agree. Those are, those sound really good as well. And uh, the chain's already out. So we could actually start reading it sooner rather than later. And then we'll just have to keep our eyes peeled for um, the other one. Well, Haley, I think your baby's getting a little bit fussy. Oh, he's okay. He. He's a, he's just, he's just a clasping his hands together and shoving them in his mouth. <laughs> he's I, apparently enjoying that. I am loving the mental image of that <laughs> so much. Mm-hmm. Um, well, exciting. Well, and hopefully when these come around, if we don't end up reading the books, we can at least see the movie adaptations and give some of our time and respect to these wonderful stories. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well. Um, happy Friday again, everybody. I hope you have a spectacular weekend. I have a very busy weekend, um, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Busy weekends are exciting weekends. Yes. Bless you. I also have a pretty busy weekend, but it's going to be great. Did you just tell, did you tell your baby bless you? Uh, yeah. Cause he sneezed. Okay. Well, he's a small child. He doesn't realize that he needs to be blessed. That doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve to be blessed okay. by being, yeah. Okay. So Matt, what are you reading? Right now. Um, I'm reading As Bright as Heaven by Susan Meissner. Not even heard of that. It was one of my book of the month choices. Oh, my gosh. You... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh my oh, god! Yeah, this is like forever ago. This- oh, calm down. <laughs> is this the one with like the the cover is like a city? Yeah, and the person sitting on a bench. It's something, something like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Are you liking anyway, it so far? What's um, it about? Tell us about. I'm it. like 20 pages in. I like it so far. Um, so it's about this family that moves to Philadelphia in 1918 after kind of leaving their hometown and some pain behind and the Spanish influenza hits. Mm, so it's the oh, yeah. tragedy of that. And then at the same time, they adopt an orphaned baby oh, wow. um, who is orphaned from the influenza and how it kind of changes their life. Wow. Mm-hmm. A very light read. <laughs> <laughs> yes, truly, truly a, you could breeze right through it. Yeah. Um, but I'm well, excited. It's good. It's really good so far. And when, what book of the month was this for you? Like 2017 or something like it that? It was not 2017. Okay. okay. Well, what was it? January 2018. Wow. Almost 2017. Okay. I but was it wasn't like though. Off. It was not 2017. Well, it's almost two years old. So. Well, you come yourself down what okay. are you reading Haley? i'm actually reading a book i got probably two christmases ago Haley, <laughs> no shame on or me. my birthday what um, was it it's the beguiled by thomas cullinan and it came out like in the 60s so but a movie adaptation um j- just came out a few years ago like two or three years ago mm-hmm. um starring nicole kidman and Kristen dunst and uh, Elle Fanning, people. I think, as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that Irish dude. What's his name? Which one? Colin something. Colin McCreary. I don't know. He's. I'm pretty sure he's in the Fantastic Beast movie. Colin in the first. first? He's in the first one. With uh. Is it Colin played, first? You know, I'm just gonna look it up. IMDb. First. Colin first. I'm it's just Col- looking it it's up. Colin, it's Colin Firth, right? I don't know. I'm My page is loading. I want to load it up load it I don't want to get it wrong. Beguiled. Bam. Beguiled. Colin Here we Firth. Are. You, did you look it up before me? No, I told you it was Colin Firth. Uh, see full cast and crew. Uh, let's see. Uh, Colin Farrell. Colin ah! Farrell. You were wrong. Okay, whatever. Fine. Yeah, but Nicole Kidman, Kristen Dunn, Sal Fanning. I've been wanting to see this movie, mm-hmm. and I got this book forever ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm liking it. It's, it's historical, but apparently it's horror. Like Stephen King reviewed it, and I haven't had anything crazy happen yet. I'm only like that's the best kind of horror book. Yeah, is that it starts I, off so simple. I know. I'm like kind of on the edge of my seat, like waiting for something to happen. Like there's got to be like. They're ghosts, or there's some like a huge twist that you're not going to expect. You know, like if the, the twist is that is haunted. Or... If the twist is that they're ghosts, and then I read this book, I'm going to be so angry at you for Do guessing want... the twist. <laughs> well, I'm just like I'm trying. So what it is? Uh, the Beguiled is about um, this school that's in the middle of Virginia, and it's for girls. And there's only like five or six students at the time. Cause it's in the middle of the Civil War. And this Yankee soldier um, is found in the woods outside of the school. Mm-hmm. And one of the students brings him in because he, he's, like, wounded and whatnot. But they're, in Virginia, um, mm-hmm. considered Confederate. And so they're like, oh, do we want to help this guy or do we not? They end up do helping him. 
um, and trying to kind of get to know him. But apparently it's like, it's like, who is being charmed? Who is being deceived? Are they, are they deceiving him or is he deceiving them? Oh, excuse me. Anyway, I'm, I'm just waiting to see what happens. Like I'm kind of on edge of like, who is the good guy here? Or if there is a good guy, what's going on? And why are they so like, we don't want people to come to our school. Like, I don't know. And it's in multiple per, um, uh, perspectives because you each chapter changes to each of the different characters or one of the um, one of the ladies who helps run the school. So interesting. Yeah, I liking it so far. It's it's an older book. It's got a classic feel, so I can't just sit and pump out a hundred yeah. pages very easily. It takes me a little bit of effort to focus. But now that I'm kind of getting into the groove and I'm getting used to the characters, and there's a little bit more happening in the storyline, uh, I'm able to read through it a little quicker than I was at the beginning. So, but I'm excited to see. Like, I feel like once the horror stuff starts happening, I'm not gonna be able to put it down. Probably not. It sounds really good. Yes. And so. I remember watching the movie trailer and being like, ooh, I want to read this book. Well, now, well, I'll just let you know how it goes, but you could totally borrow it if you want, and then we can watch the movie together. <gasps> that sounds really good. Yay. Let's do it. Well, I guess that's the end of this episode with us uh, uh, discussing our books as we always do. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like we're just it's just a, such an abrupt end. We were just talking, and all of a sudden, we're like, okay, we're done. Well, well, do you, do you, uh, let your son sign us off, then. Uh, he's not saying anything. Uh, he's, uh, he's not verbally going to tell us goodbye. You want to say something? You want to say something? No, he says, wait. Yeah. Oh. oh, anything else? Nope. His hands are a little bit more important right now, apparently. Ah, apparently. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate your support for Litsis. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, thanks, bud. Um, and he really appreciates that as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. He loves when I shove my fingers in his mouth. Like when <laughs> so I try weird. to clean it, I try to clean his mouth out with, of the spit up and I'll take like a bib or something and I'll put my finger in the bib and shove it around in his mouth. And I'll be like, bow, bow, bow. have you seen me do that? Uh-uh. Yeah. And then he like smiles afterward. <laughs>